Good morning, Living Word. Good morning, morning Manaites. It's a blessing again to wake up and be in the presence of the Lord, recognize who we are, and recognize the God that we serve. And certainly, I hope that you are following the principles. Acknowledge God first. Um, words of affirmation to yourself and speak to your world. Speak to God. Speak to yourself. Speak to your world. And practice that, and things will definitely change in your life. Amen. I promise you that. Practice those that three those three principles, and things will definitely change in your life. Make sure you're doing something for your spirit. Make sure you're doing something for your soul, and make sure you're doing something for your body. The right things for your body, the right things for your soul, and the right things for your spirit. We are tripart beings, and it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves. Amen. Make sure we're feeding the body right. Make sure we're feeding the soul right. And make sure we're feeding our spirit right. Amen. Spiritual food, physical food, emotional food, they all are very important. Amen. So make sure you're properly nourished. The Bible said we prosper as our soul prospereth. Amen. And so I pray that we are prospering, that we're doing the things that God has called us to do, that we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. We bring flavor to the earth. I love that. We are the flavoring of the earth and we bring the light to this dark realm. Amen. So there's purpose for your life. So just know there's purpose on your life. You bring light to you bring flavor to your surrounding. Amen. And so we give God thanks for another day that he has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. So today I want to talk about um, changing um, bad situations or undesirable situations. How do we change some undesirable situations. You know, I was having a discussion with my with um, my children and we were talking about um, you know, plans and things to bring change and things like that and how to help one another. And then my daughter said, Well, we can make all the plans we want to make, but until somebody recognizes that they need help, they will never change. And she's absolutely right. We could bring a horse to the water, but we cannot make him drink. We all know that very well. And so in order to bring change to our lives, we first got to have to recognize that a change is needed. We must recognize that. We must come to a place where we say, you know what? This situation is not something that I want to stay in. This is not a situation I want to keep for the rest of my life. This must change. We must have a day of reckoning, a day of awakening, sort of like the prodigal son. Remember him? When he came to himself, that's what the Bible said. He came to himself. He says, why am I eating from the pigs? Why am I in the pigsty? There's a better place awaiting me. And then he says, I will return. And so it is a lot of times until we get that awakening, uh, we need to be awakened to our circumstance and our conditions. A lot of times, those conditions are being pointed out to us, but we have closed our eyes and our ears to them. Our loved ones, our friends, those who will tell truth and not lie to you, will tell you about your situation. 
but you refuse to listen. You refuse to change. Um, you refuse to even accept. You see it as being, you see yourself as being criticized, um, as being a victim and people just talking bad about you. Well, maybe they're trying to help you to change your circumstance and change your situation. And, you know, I've always said, you, if you're playing in mud, you cannot see how dirty your face is <laughs> unless somebody gives you a mirror or unless somebody tells you that your face is dirty. Sometimes people have to tell us we have dirt on our face or we have matter in our eyes. <laughs> you know, sometimes somebody has to tell us. And if we don't have a mirror to see for ourselves, there's no way we're going to know. So it's good sometimes when people will tell you about some of the things that they're seeing. And then it's up to you to recognize whether it is true or whether it's false. And if it's true, then do the necessary things to bring about change in your life. Stop, you know, saying everybody's against you. There's no way everybody could be against you. If everybody's saying the same thing, then you probably should consider what everybody is saying. Let me say one more time. If everybody is saying the same thing, then you should consider what everybody is saying especially when it pertains to your life. Now, the Bible tells us something. The Bible says we cannot be transformed until our minds have been renewed. So it all begins in your thinking. It begins in your mind. You have to make up your mind that I want to change. I want this circumstance to change. I want my condition to change. The only way that the Change is going to begin to happen in your life is when your mind has been transformed, when your mind has been renewed. And when your mind has been renewed, then your outward circumstances are also renewed or you position yourself for your circumstances to change. But your circumstances will not change until you have a change of mind. And so that's why it's very, very important that we speak words of affirmation over our lives because without it, our minds will stay in the deep darkness of worry, anxiety, and we stay in the mess and the pigsty without even recognizing that we're in a pigsty, without even recognizing that we are really messed up. We keep on going on that same wheel and spinning that wheel like a hamster day after day, not getting anywhere, not progressing, going around in the same circles. It's too many people just going around in the same circles. They have no path of progression and they don't even recognize it. Or some of them may even recognize it, but have no clue how to bring about change. And so, because some folks are just too lazy to bring about change to do the things that's necessary. Some folks have no idea, you know, but it's really sad for the ones who have an idea and never utilize it, never do it, never put forth, never step out on faith because of fear, because of laziness. You know, the Bible says a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding up the hand to sleep, so shall your poverty come. And so if opportunities come your way and, you know, because of fear, um, because of rejection, whatever it is, 
when opportunities come your way for to better your life and if you refuse to do it because of laziness, then you deserve your condition. If God has made a way for you and opened doors for you and you refuse to go through those doors, then you rightfully deserve your undesirable condition. And so something within you um, causes you to feel that it's okay because, you know, opportunities come your way, but you don't want to expel the energy. You don't want to use the necessary means to change your life and to change your circumstances. So just stay there. You know, and the thing about staying in your circumstance, a lot of people complain and they worry. But the more you complain about your circumstance, the more you worry about your circumstance is the deeper and the darker your circumstance becomes. So keep that in mind for a minute. If you keep if you there's a circumstance and there's an undesirable condition in your life and you don't do what it takes to bring about change and all you do is complain about it and and uh, and curse it and all these kind of things. All you do is dig that hole deeper. You cause the darkness to become even darker. That's you just basically killing yourself instead of helping yourself. And so you got you have to help yourself. And so when the Bible says that you have to be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is good and what is acceptable and what is perfect. You see, in order for you to even get to a place of good and acceptable and perfect in the will of God for your life, your mind must be changed. And once your mind changes, opportunities will come your way. And you say, God, I don't know how to do this. Listen, get your mind in the right place. Say, God, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to step out on faith. And you know what will happen? Opportunities will come your way. And this time, when opportunities come your way, by faith, you will step out and begin to see changes, to begin to see the light begin to shine on your ways. Listen, it's an amazing thing when you step out on faith and you see the results. Oh my God, it's incredible when you step out on faith, you know, just trust God and believe God and you see the result. It is amazing. And it'll make you wonder why, why didn't I step out on faith a long time ago? Why didn't this come to my mind a long time ago? What was clouding my mind? I mean, the result of faith is always amazing. You know what we say, <laughs> wherever there's faith, there must be a report of victory. It certainly is, right? And so when we step out on faith and when we be begin to, to switch from negative to positive, you know, all the positive things will begin to be attracted to you like a needle to a magnet. Glory to God. When you have a positive outlook on, outlook on life, positive things and positive people will be attracted to you. When you are energetic, amen, when you got a smile on your face, when you are positive in your speaking, in you know, in 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 your believing, when you're positive in your attitude and your character, it will attract good things to you. It will attract positive things to you. It will attract um, opportunities to you, a way of growth in a 
in a pathway to bigger and better will begin to come to you. You'll be like a, a prosperity magnet. You'll be like a wealth magnet. You'll be like an opportunity magnet. You ever wonder why so many opportunities come to certain people? Think about it for a minute. Why do you think so many opportunities come to certain people? Because they are opportunistic. They absolutely are ready, prepared for every opportunity that comes their way. They see it as a pleasure. Every opportunity, they investigate it. They check it out. <laughs> they don't let it just go over their head. They want to see what it's all about. What change can it bring to their lives? How can it better their lives? As people of God, the Bible said we must be always abound. Simple means we must always be growing. We must always be increasing. We must always be doing something to better ourselves, to better and to be a better expression of God in the earth. We must always be grown and maturing in Christ Jesus, grown in the knowledge of God. And the more we know of him, the better we are as his people in the earth. And so if you have the chains of poverty hanging heavy on your life and you are friendless, you feel like you're alone, you know, um, those are uh, feelings of despair. Mm -hmm. And if you keep those feelings, those feelings will continue to grow. And the depression, the pressure of those feelings will continue to be increased. And it's like your darkness is going to always increase as long as you allow those feelings, those chains to hang around your neck. And if you are complaining and if you are bewailing your situation, if you blame your birth, you blame your parents, you blame your employer, you, 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 some of you even blame God. You know, and when you do those things, you think you 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 did not deserve this place that you're in. But let me tell you right now, there is no curse without a cause. And if you find yourself in the place that you're in, you need to cease your complaining and fretting because none of these things that 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 you blame are the cause of your bad situation. It's not the cause of your power your poverty, the cause of your bad situation, the cause of your poverty is really within you. And if the cause is, is, is within you, then the remedy and the solution is also within you. Amen. You see, the, the Spirit of God works from within us. And so if we have been given authority, the Bible says he has given us power to tread upon serpents, upon scorpions, over all the powers of the enemy. Nothing by any means shall harm us. So that means the power of God is within us, right? And so before we understand the power of God, uh, the, the negative things that's inside of us, those things have been manifesting in our outward life. Amen. That's where it comes from. The Bible said, guard your heart because out of it becomes, comes the issues of life. And so we become as we think according to what the Bible says. And so we are the cause, but we're also the solution. When we connect with the great spirit of God that's been bestowed, that's been imparted to us, when we connect with that spirit of God in us, we are now positioned to change our thought patterns, to change our thinking, and to begin to talk differently, to act differently, and your outward life is going to change. I promise you, your outward life is never going to change until your 
inward life change. It has to begin inside of you. You have to recognize who you are. And God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Why do we need a sound mind? To make sound judgment, to make right decisions, to say the right things, amen, to do the right things. That's why we need a sound mind. And the Bible said God already has given us a sound mind. So we can stop asking God for what he's already given us and activate and use what's already inside of us. Listen, the very fact that you're a complainer, it shows that you deserve what you have because you still do not understand. <laughs> if you don't understand, you're going to complain. Amen. God himself don't even like a murmurer. You know, and so if you're a complainer, it simply means you deserve what you have. Stop your complaining because being a complainer shows that you lack faith, which is the ground of all effort and progress. Without faith, you will not put forth the effort, you will not prog progress. Right? So complaining shuts down your faith, it builds up your doubt. That's all it does. And that's why Jesus says, stop the complaining, stop the worrying, because it does you no good. The more you worry, the more you complain, is the more you bring burdens on yourself. Make up in your mind that you're not going to complain about your lot, but you're going to seek God to bring about the change of the circumstances in your life that you want to change and you want to get out of. All of us have some circumstances that we want to change. All of us got some situations that we want to better in our lives. Listen, there is a path to better those situations. There's always a path for change. You cannot have a problem without a solution because there's no problem without a solution. Every problem has a solution. If there is no solution, there could not be a problem. Just like you can't have hot and not have cold. They, 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 there are two ends to everything on earth. And so if you have one, you have the other, you have good, you have evil, amen, you have godliness, you have ungodliness, you have holy, you have unrighteousness or unholiness. And so just as how there's a problem, there is a solution to your problem. If you stop worrying about it, if you stop complaining about it, then your mind will be open for God to download in your spirit the necessary steps that is necessary or that you, the necessary steps for you to utilize to bring change to your circumstance. One of the things I've learned that in this life, everything is subject to change. Even good things can change to bad things, okay? If it's not, if you're not careful, your good times can turn to bad times. <laughs> but just as how good can turn to bad, bad can also turn to good, amen? Especially for those of us or the children of God. The Bible said, many are the tribulations, many are the issues of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him out of them all. And so even bad situations can change to become good situations. Remember, there is no curse <coughs> without a cause. There is no curse without a cause. There is no situation without something that has caused it. So there's a cause. And if children of God, if we can figure out the cause, then we can work on the way to change the things that is causing the negative things in our lives. 
Put it this way. There's no room for complainer. There's no room for complainer in, in, in creation. Amen. There is no room for the worrying soul because, you know, because complaining is soul suicide. You're basically killing yourself with your worrying and your complaining and your cursing and all these things that we do because we think that's going to bring the remedy to our situation. No, it just adds to it. It makes it worth, worse rather. Amen. Your attitude of your mind, you're actually strengthening the chains that are that are binding you. So you think chains are binding you and you're complaining about them and you think things are holding you down or people are holding you down and, or there's a ceiling above your head that you can't go above and you complain about it and you talk to your friends about it, you gossip about it. All you do is make that ceiling above your head thicker and you make that chain that's around your neck even tighter. That's all you're doing. And you're making the darkness around you even darker. So shut down the complaining. Shut it down and begin to speak words of affirmation over your life. Say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Great is he that is in me that is in the world. I am more than a conqueror through Christ that strengthens me. So stop the worrying and speak differently. Speak positive. Speak to your situation. Speak to your mind. David said, so why aren't you cast down? Why are you disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, who is the help of my countenance. Listen, sometimes you got to get to a place where you talk to yourself. Build up yourself by speaking words of affirmation over your, over your life. Speak to your life because when your inner life change, your outer life will change. Let me say that real clearly. When the inner changes, the outer will change also. Amen. Things will be attracted to you. Different things will be attracted to you. If you are negative on the inside, you attract negative from the outside. If you're positive on the inside, you attract positive on the outside. So as children of God, we must make sure that what's on the inside, amen, is godly, is righteous, is positive, it, it is progressive. It always increases. It never takes time to worry or complain or get into depression or fret. No, we allow the word of God to stimulate the inner man. And when you stimulate the inner man, your circumstances on the outside will also be stimulated and will begin to take form and begin to take shape to better and better every day. Listen, just because you're going through the fire, it doesn't mean you have to be crying in the fire. You can celebrate and give God praise in the midst of the fire. Amen. Because even in the fire, he could be right there with you. It is according to your mindset. Amen. God will never abandon you. And you have to recognize his power in every circumstance and recognize that there's power in you to bring about change in your life. The Bible said God has given us all things that is necessary for life. So that means he has given you power to bring change. And no matter where you find yourself in life, Paul said, I've learned to be content. Why? Because he knows that he has faith 
to cause change to come in any and every situation. Because remember the definition that God gave me of faith, that faith is spiritual substance that has power to transform itself, to become what I need when I need it. So no matter where I find myself, I just activate faith. No matter what situation, no matter what bad report I receive, I ain't never going to get all upset and get crazy, begin to question God. Why me, God? No, I understand. There's a cause for everything. There's a reason for everything. And once I learn the reasons, once I learn the cause, then I could bring about the change to bring about the process to cause the change or to bring about the change and the new outcome that I desire. Amen. And when you have a mindset like that, you never go into despair. You never go into a place where you feel a victim and the whole world is up on your head. No, you never feel that way. You realize that God has seated you above. You, When you have an above thinking Oh my God, the Bible said you are above and never beneath. You are blessed, you're not cursed. When you get that deep down in your spirit, you will never allow anything to get above your head. You never allow anything to overwhelm you, but instead you become overwhelming to every situation. You can know that you can speak to mountains and cause mountains to be removed out of your way. Every valley has been made high. Listen, the every, every river, every sea, every ocean becomes crossable. You can do all things because God has strengthened you. So shut down your pity party because the longer you keep it is the deeper you fall into darkness and despair. And it's the tighter the chain of poverty, the, cha the chain of lack of progress, the chain of failure is that the more you complain, the more you have a negative word coming out of your mouth, the more you gossip about it and, and curse and swear and all these things, is the deeper you fall into that pit. You remember the 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 the, the story of the talents in scripture when when the master gave five talents in two and one, and the one with the five talents, he put it to work and was able to give his master interest on his money. This, this, the one with the two talent did the same, but the one that had one talent, he was too lazy. All he did was complain about the master being a hard master. I knew that you were a hard master. So I took what you gave me and I hid it in the earth. Here, this is yours again. No, that's a bad attitude, wrong attitude. And what did the master say? Take the little that he had and give it to the one with the most. Listen, if you sit around and complain about your situation, God will take the talent that you have from you and give it to the one who has utilized the things that God has given him. And some of us are in our situations for a very lengthy of, uh, length of time, and there is no change because of our complaining and because we're blaming God for our situation. Listen, change can come to you, but your mind must be changed. You must see that there's power inside of you to give you, to bring about change. And God did not set you up to fail. He never does. God never set you to fail. God's thought of you are always for good and never for evil. So if you're in a bad situation, 
Listen, you have to know that the solution, God already has given it to you. You just need to stop your complaining, begin to praise God, begin to celebrate God. The Bible said, in everything, I must give thanks. Why? Because this is God's will concerning you. Listen, negative things are supposed to teach you a lesson. <laughs> it's not there to bring you into depression and despair. No, those are lesson teachers. That's something that you got to learn. Failure is something that, that means there's something you needed to learn. That's why you failed. And because you failed, you need to learn why you fail. And so become wiser so you don't do the same thing again. You become better. But, you know, some people fail and they stay in their fail, failure condition because they never learn. They think people were against them. You know, that's why they fail. That's why they don't get promoted on the job because people are against them. And you hear people complain about it all the time. Such and such don't like you. It's because of this person, because of that person, why you can't get promoted. But none of that is true. The Bible said your gift will make room for you. And when you're gifted and you're talented and you're working like you should and you're doing, you have a positive attitude, you're fulfilling, you know, the demands that are required of you and you're doing the things, you will be recognized and you will be promoted and you will be celebrated. Oh, glory to God. But the more we complain and the more we look at people that is against us and we have been held back and we have been held down by all these circumstances, we will never see a solution. But if you want solutions to come and God to download some things in your life, you be optimistic in your thinking. You trust God in your thinking. Step out on faith. Stop falling for the victim mindset. Tell yourself from this day forward, I will never be a victim of circumstance, but I'm going to be a master of change. I will ask God to give me the solution for every undesirable condition in my life. And when he gives it to me, I'm going to put it into action. I'm not just going to sit on it and do nothing. The Bible said that's a foolish man who will look into the mirror. And when he turns around, he totally forgets what he looks like. That's foolishness. You know, it's like somebody who hear the word, but never do it. Never apply it. That means you got the solution, but you never use it. Don't be like that person. I remember talking to a very, very good marriage counselor. Great ideas, you know, stuff that I use for my own marriage to make my own marriage better. But you know what happened when he ended up getting a divorce with his own wife? Why? Why is that? Because everything he taught us, he did not use for himself. That is the utter foolish person ever that you know what to do, how to fix things, and you refuse to do it. That is the height of foolishness. And so please, as children of God, remember that your circumstance can change, but you must stop your worrying, stop your complaining, stop your cursing, and use the solution that God will download in your spirit when you surrender your life to him. So remember, the first thing that has to change in our lives to bring change in our outward um, life is that the inner man must be changed. Amen. We must be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And I pray that today's manner, 
you know, you have learned something and that, you know, the spirit of God will get you to a place where you need to be. And so change will come to your life. I believe change could happen in all of our lives whenever we get ready for change to come. There is no situation in this life that cannot change. Everything in this life is subject to change. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for your love, your mercy, your grace. We thank you for pouring out your spirit upon us again, God, and showing us that everything in this life is subject to change. And Father, we know that great is he that is in us than, than he that is in the world. And so the solution, God, you already have placed it in us. For Father, you're vested in bringing about our salvation. And so today, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I bless you. I glorify you, God. I lift you up and I honor you because I know you did not leave my life to chance. And Father, it's your desire that I prosper. God, even as my soul prosper, it is your desire that I experience heaven on earth. It's your desire, God, that the good things, the blessed things, the blessings of God that brings no sorrow, God, is my lot and it is my place. And Father, because you love me so dearly, so completely that you only want good for my life. And I pray, God, that we will recognize and we will come to our senses, God, like the prodigal son. God, when he, be, when he came to himself, he says, I will get myself out of this mess. I will get myself out of this circumstance and return home. For in my father's house, there is food, every, there's clothing, everything I need. And so I pray, God, that we will have that mindset, that we will return to you. We will cause our situations to be changed and transformed. Once again, God, we will seek peace that surpasses all understanding. God, we will eradicate negative thinking from our mindset, victim mindset. God, we will eradicate those things from our minds, that the positive you, the you, your spirit that's inside of us will be expressed through us and that we will be a fulfillment of your word in our lives. Father, we thank you. Our desire, Father, is to be more like your son Jesus while we're in the earth. God, for once again, for the word to become flesh so people can see. And God, we will be the light of the earth and the, the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Hallelujah. That we will bring light to dark places and flavor to the earth that we're in. Heavenly Father, we thank you for doing it. Thank you now for the favor that you have placed on our heads, the increase on our hands, and the swiftness to our feet. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for forgiving our past, preserving our present, and guaranteeing our future. For there's not a feeble one among us, but we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in you, our Lord, and in the power of your might. For though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. For the end reveal is a sure thing. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we give you praise, for it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Well, God bless you all, everybody.